0: If you believe every position should be commission-based with unlimited earning potential, no matter how hard you work, you might really like this story where J.P. Haggerty was working in sales at the Ford dealership and was just restricted. So he now has made, in three and a half months, five times more than he was making in any single month of that Ford dealership. He's done a $35,000 deal. He's done a $29,000 deal. He's done six deals total, with the average being $25,000 finder's fee just for finding a rundown house. So listen to this episode if this resonates with you. This is the podcast for 10xing your income and replacing your W-2. My name is David Lecko, and I created a process that's helped people close 10,000 deals in all 50 states that turned into the software platform deal machine. And my co-host is Ryan Haywood who actually took a 14-day challenge back in 2019, and now he's done 422 deals. So we're going to lead you through this exciting story. Can't wait for you to hear it. So JP, you made $35,000 on your first wholesale deal where you just found the rundown mm-hmm. house and you passed it off, got made a finder's fee, right? Passed it off to an yep, investor. Yep. How did you find yep. that deal? Um,
1: so it was actually the situation where I called about a different house and um their tenants actually just got evicted to a, a different house that they owned and that happened to be the house that I found. Um so it was kind of, you know, going about both ways about a different house. So
0: so it was an owner. So first of all, you found a rundown house, you got the phone number of the owner, and then you called and they're like, well the house you're calling about's fine, but I have another house where I just had to yeah. evict the tenants. Yes. Gotcha. Exactly. All right. So you got the address. Then what did you do? Because you don't even know what house um, this is. Um. So I was actually in the area.
1: I drove for dollars to uh, get that house. You know, with with deal machine. So um,
0: it means driving around looking for anything that looks rundown. Yeah, driving for dollars. You know, that
1: it's a it's a pretty well known thing. You know, driving around looking for the rundown houses, marking them. You know, either writing them down a piece of paper or using deal machine to to mark them. Yeah, and uh, just skip grace and, and cold call, or if if that's the yep. channel marketing you want to choose. Yeah. So, what did you say when they answered the phone? Um, it was more just you know a conversation. Hey, I was looking for the owner of, of this house, and um, they're like, yeah, this house is is all good. The tenants are good, but this one just just got uh evicted. So, I would love for you to you know come take a look if you're really interested. And we met over at the house that day.
0: Simple. I know you're a student of Zach Booth's and Zach is very direct when he's door knocking or calling and it takes a lot of the pressure off the way he does it. He just says, Do you want an offer on your house, right? And Mm -hmm. they say yes and he continues or they say no and he just gets out of there and talks to the next person.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Time time's very valuable, especially to a man like Zach.
0: So Well, okay. Dang so what happened next she said you know she wanted to get an offer how did you even know how much to offer on the house um so basically i was running my comps and
1: um they actually wanted 77,500 and i knew at that price it was going to be tight um it was going to be tight for me and he he was a cool guy so you know we went back and forth and i ended up getting him down um 27,500 and i think basically right there is my negotiating was the reason why that I got a such big profit margin on that deal. So the deal the I got whole thing, he was selling you for twenty seven thousand dollars. No, no, no. He um, wanted the house for seventy seven thousand five hundred. Okay, and I got him down to fifty thousand. So it was that twenty seven thousand five hundred in the middle, got and it. then I ended up selling it to an investor for eighty five thousand.
2: And and what market what is was that? the negotiation like? What did you say to get him down on this price? Um he, he kind of understood.
1: I made like, I didn't make him, but he walked the property with me. He saw everything that was wrong. And I, I kind of used that, you know, kind of drive that into him. Like, Hey, like I, I need to make money. And I'm sure you know that, you know? Um, but, but I need to come down on the price, you know, what, what works for you? What's, what's the best price that you think you could do for me? He was like, well, like 60,000. And then I came back with like, I'd be more in the range of the the forty eight to fifty thousand dollar range. How does that sound? And then he was like, "All right, well, I'll do it." And then we moved on from there. And but yeah,
0: oh well, that's great. Good job. What what market is this? It's, it's a pretty cheap house, right? Uh yeah yeah it's a cheap house. Um, it was
1: very it was kind of a unicorn that kind of that kind of pricing on a house. You don't find those often. Right, um, but it, it's just south of Charlotte, um, kind of in the Weddington and area.
0: Okay, um, pretty pretty cool market. Okay, gotcha. So then, what did you do once you had this thing under contract? Where did you get a contract?
1: Uh, Zach Zach okay. provided um, to me uh, through his his program that he that he runs. He uh, did a great job with everything and getting me that first deal. And he actually, you know, provided all those. All those contracts, you know, the the purchase and sale agreement, also the assignment contract, everything like that, and just explained it very well. And I there was a there were a few tweaks that I had to make to it just because you know every every deal is unique, but I got the contracts from him.
0: Interrupting this episode in case you're looking for a contract, you can find the contract I use to close deals at DealMachine.com/slash-contract. And there's five things you need for a basic contract. You need a price, you need a seller, you need a buyer, you need a date, and you need an address. So this contract's a little bit longer than that, but it is short because that helps somebody that's in a distressed situation feel more comfortable and confident with what they're signing as opposed to the 17-page document your state typically uses. So officially, I'm gonna say definitely contact your attorney, but I thought this would be helpful for an example and entertainment purposes for you to see what I've been using dealmachine.com slash contract. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So what did you do next? Once you had this thing under contract, because then you needed to find a buyer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I had an email
1: list that I had, that I had built over a couple months, you know, a, an email blast list. I sent out emails. I posted in Facebook groups, you know, Craigslist, stuff like that. Um, Facebook marketplace and got a, got a lot of hit back because of how cheap the house really was. Mm. And um then I set up a two day inspection period. So I had anywhere between, you know, eight to twelve investors on in both days come through, look at the house, and give me an offer on the price or on the house. I'm sorry. And it was vacant and um, you convicted somebody. Yeah. Okay. D- yeah, yeah. So so I I had the keys. I put a lockbox on it and I'll just show up in the morning and Investors would come through all day and just take a look and shoot offers at me.
0: Okay, gotcha.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then what? The highest offer was eighty-eight thousand. Did you? Yeah. Did you have yeah. an asking price? Um, i
1: I started at seventy. No, sixty-five. That's sixty-five. Okay. I started at. Yeah, because you know so you would have made like ten thousand dollars. I would have made fifteen on that because oh, I got it at fifty. 50. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha.
0: But then they bid it up higher. So what you're saying.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, that That's another thing that Zach breaches to, to what you think you can get go a little lower because then more people will be attracted and then it ultimately, you know, it builds up.
0: Yeah. So, and that's very nice that you had them all come at the same time because they could see there are other people who want this property, right? Mm-hmm. Smart. Yeah. Well, you made it sound so easy. Did you struggle with anything along the way? Um,
1: yeah, I mean, getting to that first one is every wholesalers or investors, you know, that's that's where everybody struggles, getting that first one. Because once I've gotten my first one, you know, over the past month or so after that, you know, I've been, I've been rolling and it's been easier because I'm more comfortable and more confident in myself. But getting that first one was, was really hard, you know. How long did and you it, start cold calling before you got the deal? Um, I want to say about a month. Month and a half. Okay, gee, this is so, too long. That's not too. No, long. it's not too long. Probably but calls
0: were you rolling? Though were you calling every day?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, once I once I got through the first stages of Zach's, you know, of course, um, I was going straight into action. You know, I was driving for dollars on the on the weekends, and then when I got home from work, I would cold call all the way up until you know nine o'clock-ish. I got only like five. So I'd cold
0: call a good amount from the list that I built over the weekends. Got it. What am I missing here? Okay. Once you found the buyer, then did you get like an assignment contract to make mm-hmm. sure that you got paid the the difference?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So all, all that, as soon as you get your contracts, uh, you send it over to um, your attorney. Um, different states have different oh. rules. So some states are attorney states. And some states are just title company states. And mine's attorney state, so I just send it over to my attorney. Uh, both contracts, they get uh, everything right, you know, information sheets, everything like that, get it ready for close. And then once closing comes, um, they just cut you a check for the amount on the assignment. Co- uh, yeah, the assignment contract, you write on there, you know, how much you're going to make. What, what were you doing before wholesaling, by the way? Um, So I was actually a college athlete. Um, I played basketball for Eckerd College. It's in St. Petersburg, Florida. Um, Some unfortunate things happened. I had to um, come home, and um, then I started working at Ford. We had a friend there, so I I got a job there, and I I knew that I wanted to do something better um, because I knew I could, and um,
0: so I got into this. So when you said something better, you just... Describe that to me, because Ford is a great brand.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ford, Ford's a great brand, and and I respect them and everybody who's who's in that um, at the dealership. But for me, I've always just knew that I, I could do something. I don't know. I don't want to say better, but like kind of better in a way where I feel like I'm not restricted. If that makes sense. So high. Like I'm working at potential yeah higher income earning potential you know the harder I work the more I get rewarded those those sort of lines because I don't know it just it just wasn't for me you know just waking up and I respect everybody who does it but for me it's like I want to get up and work really hard and then potentially even if I don't get it potentially have you know the chance to at least you know cash out a little higher Mm -hmm. and that's just you know that's just my
0: mindset, right? I just I just knew that was, you wanted to be yeah controlling your own destiny. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to to
1: you know be able to tell my girl uh, let's go shopping or let's let's go to a nice restaurant or something like that. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know that those were the, the some of the things that drove me. How many deals have you done so far, JP?
0: I am on my sixth now since my first one the first one sounded like a cakewalk with the coaching you had was there anything unique about the the next few deals um no not really
1: um two of them two out of the five were follow-ups that i had built over the years and that that became really important to me um over the years even that i've learned years oh no no no! i said over the year oh okay. that just the remainder of the year yeah Gotcha. um
0: yeah, just just follow ups. Two of them were follow ups, and then just the same thing, you know. So basically, you reached out, and they kind of said yes, but not a full yes. They're
1: right. It was right now. Yeah, it's it's some of those ones that are very hesitation, like a lot of hesitation in it, and um, it just takes a little bit of time. Some some people they move fast. Some people they need more time to think about it. And you you always try to push for close, but you also have to understand, you know. Where people are coming from.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, hey. So, where are you going to go in 2024? Tell me about your goals.
1: Um, I am not totally sure, really. Um, obviously, I'm trying to build something, and um, I'm trying to build something to where, you know, I'm, kind of expanding in a way. Um, but, but as of right now, all I can really think of is keep doing what I'm doing and keep trying to maximize my profits as much as I can till I can really figure out my next step, whether that's hiring, you know, getting a place doing, I I don't know
0: what, whatever I need to do, but I I think for right now, I'm just going to keep putting my head down and working. Got it. Are you also doing $35,000 assignment fees on these other five deals? Um, not 35 I haven't
1: gotten one that high but I've gotten two that are closer there so my my average deal size is oh, right around' 25. um oh, wow. so
0: amazing
1: yeah yeah so the first one was 35 second one was 15 third and fourth were both 275 and then this uh this past one was 29 so okay those
0: um we're, we're we're churning away. Um, we're doing well right now. So, Well, I wanted
2: to leave some room for Ryan since I kind of overloaded you when you were asking your last question. What you got? My, I just wanted to go back to when you are presenting that deal to your sellers, what were some of the highlights that you gave to them? Did you have to give any highlights to them? Did they already know and they're just like, yep, I'll take it as is? Or did you kind of like grease the skids a little bit for them? Did you kind of give them a introduction hey here's what i know about this deal here's the rehab what was your presentation like um i mean i i had pictures
1: obviously i would pretty much present to them what it is and i think that r- real investors and good investors they can see through everything you know mm-hmm. if if they really like the area they really like the property the structure everything like that even if it's in really bad shape they'll look past that and still give you a good offer on the property just cuz they've you been put doing
2: a f- kind of like a rehab estimate together for them yeah what you thought it was going to take yeah yeah i i usually
1: do that because i i do know some wholesalers they um they kind of stretch it if they will stretch it downwards so they can yeah. maximize their profits but i think mm-hmm. if you really evaluate the property right and you do your numbers correctly and you leave that that good percentage for an investor, there should be no
2: problems at all. So how did you come up with your rehab number or projected number? How did you come up with it?
1: Um, Well, I, I walked the property twice, making sure of everything. Um, The first time I didn't have anybody to, you know, really help me, but now I have a little more connections. So I'll, if I see something that's a little off, I'll kind of take a picture or write it down and I'll ask somebody about it. Be like, Hey, how am you? What do you think this would you know repair for and yeah. those sort of things I, I picked up along the way but as as I was going you know especially on this first deal um you know I I had another partner that was in um in Zach's program he's located on the other side of North Carolina and um he kind of helped me out a little bit because he had been in the game for a little bit um but when you're doing that, you kind of have you kind of have an idea, you know, if it's a gut, if it's you know right. minor repairs, or there's somewhere in the middle, you know, yeah, it's it's not too it's not too complicated to
2: find it out, um, but it yeah you're gonna need. Did to you numbers. multiply it like? Did you have like a number? Okay, it's a full gut, so you take your square footage to come up. How did you actually calculate that number, or how did how did the partner calculate what they thought this was going to cost them?
1: Um, I don't like to, you know, do too much in numbers. Cause I, me personally, I'm not, you know, a contractor or anything like that. I like to give a range, you know, of okay. what I could possibly think it could be. And, and I let the investors kind of decide for themselves. So if, you know, if it's lower than, than what I thought, great. You know, yeah. if it's a little higher, I can work with it and I can work with the seller and figure it out. You know what I mean? Gotcha.
0: So. What's like the top 3 areas uh, as we wrap up that Zach has really helped you? Um top 3 areas. Wow. Um
1: I would probably say, let me think about this for a second. This is a big question. Hmm. I will say um confidence for sure um zach along the way you know coming up i was kind of scared a little bit you know i was taking a big risk i was making 1400 dollars a month and and expending all those to try and chase this and zach was you know persistent on keeping up with me and helping me build my confidence along the way um you know he kind of made me believe in a way that you know I I can actually do this so that that's kind of where like the confidence piece comes in. Um, he gave me structure for sure. Um, I, I'm a, the type of person where, you know, if I have a question, I, I need someone to answer it for me or I I'm just like, my head's going to be spinning. I think he did that a lot for me. He gave me confidence. He gave me, he gave me structure and you know, he gave me someone to lean back on if I need any help. Um, uh, let me see here. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, he's a he's a great guy too. He's a friend along the way. So um, yeah, I mean, there, there was a lot of things that I, that I could say about Zach, but I would probably say all of those things combined is, you know, who he is and how he helped me.
0: Amazing. Yeah, for me, Zach's actually the whole reason why in the app, there's a couple of ways you can add properties. And one of them is called tap to add mode because he wanted to remove any friction at all from adding properties so that. His method was like, uh, I don't need a photo of the property. If there's absolutely anything wrong with it, just tap it once. Now it's added to my lead list and I can move on so that me and my drivers can actually add a hundred properties in an hour, which is way different than everyone else. So the whole reason we have that ability in the app, the the tap to add mode that I'm sure you use Mm -hmm. is because of Zach. So I just wanted to give him a quick shout out. Uh, uh, JP, congratulations on all your success. Where can we find you? Do you have an Instagram account? I do. Yes, I do. What is it? It's just my, it's just my uh my first and last name. So, just lowercase JP Haggerty. That's it. Awesome. Well, we look All forward connected. to following you as you get that seventh deal. And have you totally quit the job at Ford? By the way.
1: Yeah. Once I got that first one, I mean, I I knew that this was something I could be really good at, and um, ever since then, never looked back. And I'm grateful for my opportunity there, but I'm ready for my next step forward.
0: Yeah, so huge congrats in order for you know replacing yep. your W two right. We got to figure out a way to actually like celebrate that. I don't know what that's going to be, but uh, man, so you. How, how many more? We times something. Uh, Do you earn now from uh, real estate wholesaling compared to your your W two? Um, so in my
1: first, um, I'm coming up on three and a half months. Okay, in my first three and a half months, um, I am making. Almost five times the amount I was making. Love that. That is in awesome. In a year at my job. That's,
0: That's amazing. amazing. Well, uh, dude, I'm going to be following along. This episode is going to come out in a couple weeks. Thank you so much for your time, JP. Um, and for you guys listening, I mean, yeah. one of the things that uh, JP mentioned was, um, you know, marking that deal to buyers that he found. And uh, Ryan, my co-host, just did an episode number 88. On how to sell your deal, and he even shows you exactly how you know Ryan does it. So check that out for additional listening. We'll see you guys on the next episode.
2: Thanks for listening to the Deal Machine Real Estate Investing Podcast. Please leave us a review and follow along wherever you're listening to your podcast.